All right, Albert, we can go ahead and get started. Um, first off, I want to start off by saying thank you so much uh, for doing this interview with Respect Magazine. Uh, first off, I want to start off with um, how's life going for you? Like, how's everything going? Life is good. Um, taking it one day at a time. I feel like uh, after the pandemic, <laughs> reevaluating what's important and just going after, yeah. going after what, what really means the most to you. And then also taking care of yourself because the pandemic is going to make things. So, no complaints on this side. Got it. And how has the journey of, um, you know, developing uh, Hillman grad records, how's that been? It's been a, a fun journey, fun learning journey. Um, it's been a lot of work. Um, it's taken a lot of, uh, a lot of creative input as well as a lot of day-to-day -day action to kind of get to where we're at. And we're, you know, we're still building, still growing. Um, but it's been a great learning experience this time. And could you tell us a bit about the exclusive joint venture uh, partnership with uh, Island Def Jam? Yeah, so the partnership with Def Jam is a, a JV. Um, pretty much Lena, um, Helen Grab Records is an extension of Lena, Helen Grab Productions, um, and Helen mm -hmm. Grab uh, Ventures uh, Company. And so okay. we're really just a music extension of you know, the TV and film side and Lena's vision for the music space. And so we're really focused on uh, developing artists that have, like, talent um, and also giving them the opportunity to have careers in music. So artist development is a very big focus. I want to ask you quickly, is there a way that you could turn up your volume? Because I, it's like you're going in and out. Like, I hear you, but it's like, it sounds like you're going in and out a little bit. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying that um, pretty much the joint venture with Def Jam has really been a great one, um, allowing us to help mm -hmm. with our, our artists in terms of artist development. Um, mm -hmm. but really give them like the opportunity to have careers in music by refining the skills that they already have. So, um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So how has it been uh, working with Lena Waite? Uh, you know, how's, you know, how are you guys able to, you know, work together? How's that? Uh, it's been great. Uh, it's, a, it's a very, she's a true creative and mm -hmm. she has, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a great experience learning from her, learning how she views things, understanding why she's watching the things she's watching or reading the things that she's reading. Um, it's really been great to be, you know, she challenges our team every day to, you know, be better than the day before, but also really help artists with their vision, you know, their overall positioning. And so, like, okay, I'm, you can't hear me still? I can't. I was gonna, I didn't want to like put you off. I just, I can't hear. It's like, it's like it, it, it starts off, I can hear you, and then it's like you're fading away. So I don't know if it's the microphone. I don't know. I don't know what it is, really. Okay, no problem. Okay, is this way better? Yes, I, I can definitely hear you now. <laughs> all right, all right, perfect. Sums up with my uh, 
AirPods. Got it. Okay. Let me close this out. Sorry. No problem. All right. Cool. Perfect. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right. Great. Um, yeah. So my next. Well, mm-hmm. are you still still continuing on that? Um, on that question. Uh no no no. I mean I pretty much answered it. Got it. Okay. So I want to get into uh the sounds from the shy concert. How did that come about? So it was really a initiative that was like spearheaded by the TV and film side. Um, Marquise Pfeiffer and Tisha Hagler. Uh, they were working in the marketing department at the time, and they had just did a series with um Netflix for Master and Nine Season Three. Mm-hmm. where they did like a virtual concert. And so they were thinking of ways how they could amplify the music um, in last season's, uh, last season's, uh, last season of the shot, sorry. And so the music was really good. They wanted to figure out a way how to amplify. So they, so we pretty much came, they came to us and said, hey, we, you know, we want to feature some of the artists' music in this cool campaign. And pretty much we just worked together to solidify the artists with songs that we wanted from the actual show. Um, and we kind of just worked together to, to create this production um, that Showtime loved. Um, visually, Marquise and Tisha did an amazing job um, in finding the right people um, to create the vision, and we came together with the artists, and pretty much that's how the Sounds of the Shot concert was birthed. And so it was really important for us to get uh, one of our artists, Jalen Josie, um, featured in there, as well as... Um, uh, Davion Ferris was another one of our artists that we just released the EP from and then showcase yeah. um, additional music from uh, two artists that, you know, were doing pretty well on the show. And pretty much that's how it came together. It was just like a cool idea um, that was, you know, spawned from the thought of what was, you know, done previously and seeing how we could amplify that on the, on the shy side of things with Showtime. Got it. And so what do you guys look for in an artist uh, that will make a great fit at Hillman Brad Records? Um, we really look for artists that have their own vision, um, willing to put in the work, uh, are willing to grow, take feedback and learn, um, looking to have careers in music. So they're looking to have additional revenue streams, but also work on different parts of their craft um, mm-hmm. and music to kind of grow. And, you know, really just happy about, you know, wanting to put art into the space and communicating with the audience that um, can be receptive to their thoughts and ideas. So... That's really what we look for. Day to day, it's like, you know, Lena's really big on creatives taking control of their own vision. Um, and like on our side, we just want to help people who really have that strong vision amplify what they're doing. Got it. So I want to ask you this one. This is kind of more like a personal opinion type question. But I want to okay. ask you, who are your top five artists of, of all time? If you could uh, give of like top five, who's making the list? Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, all genres. This is hard. I'm. A, I love music. All genres. So, my <laughs> yeah. goodness. Um, I'll use. I'll say the ones that have had the greatest impact on my life. Um, okay. so I would say, D'Angelo. Wow. Okay. Bilal. Um, Jay Z. Kanye West. And probably Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington was like wow, the jazz. Duke was, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Jazz was my, uh, that's the first genre I ever fell in love with. I used to play jazz, piano mm-hmm. when I was like the age of nine. And so it was the first time I ever understood like musical artistic expression. 
And so understanding mm-hmm. how he worked as a composer, as a composer, as well as an arranger was like really dope. And then, you know, with Jay and Kanye, I think in terms of just Jay's lyrics are almost like, to me, they're almost like prophetic or almost like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they're almost like proverbs in a way. Like you can live by some of the things that he says based on that. Mm-hmm. Kanye, I think is the, Kanye is, it, to me is like the extreme point of, um, it's, it's when confidence meets, confidence and creativity meet and yeah. create just great art for people to enjoy um d'angelo is, i mean he voodoo is probably one of my favorite albums of all time yeah and then Bilal's firstborn second was probably the project that transformed what i thought r&b could sound like when i heard it mm-hmm. so and i didn't hear them at the time when they were released they were just things that came into my life in different periods and impacted me in a different way but like my but those would be my top five. There's more artists, but to limit them to five is like, that's what it would be. Got it. And I can kind of tell just by the list, maybe you're more of an RB type of guy. I'm not. Uh, just from the list. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you put I mean, Jason and Kanye in there, but, you know, I, that's what it seemed like, maybe a little. Uh, I mean, I, I have a strong love for both. I think, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I like okay. a lot of R&B. I do listen to a lot of R&B, but, <laughs> you know, hip-hop wise, like, you know, when I was coming up, I was listening to the Commons and the State Props. Anything Rockefeller was pretty yeah. much good. Um, yeah. You know, I was definitely listening to Lil Wayne, like the Carter. The first Carter is like one of my favorite albums. And, mm-hmm. you know, just growing up in, in Baltimore was just, you know, Three Six Mafia. It was just different things that were just coming on the stream. So I listen to a lot of different music. But I think right now where I'm at, like those are, you know, those are five hours I could say that like resonate with who I am now and have actually helped me into, into getting to the space. So I want to ask you this: uh, How is it working to develop um, artists on the roster? Uh, like I know you mentioned Davion Ferris; uh, he's a Grammy Award winner, or um, was it? Yeah, I think yeah, Grammy mm-hmm. Award winner. Um, how is it being able to develop your like you know you guys as artists that are on the roster? What goes into that? So what goes into it is really understanding the story that they want to tell and the type of music that they're making, and realizing. Mm-hmm like authentically what's what's true to them in terms of positioning themselves or, or how they want the story to be told. Um, I think in develop, developing them, it's also seeing where they feel like they need strength or they need like to build their strength in or refine something. And so part of that development process is we have partnered with a team down in Atlanta on the Marvelous Artist Development Center. And we've mm-hmm. sent a couple of our artists down there to basically get live performance training uh, vocal coaching, media training, as well as physical training and nutrition to kind of help mm-hmm. them in our, in our goal of giving them these, or helping them to understand what it takes to have a career in music. So that's one way that we've been developing them. The other way is really sitting down with the TV and film side of things and finding the right, you know, the right videographers, the right directors, the right photographers to shoot them in the light of where, you know, the story should be told in terms of their music and also how we want to position them in the marketplace. And then the last part of development I say that we do is, is really, really just putting the thoughts into action and finding opportunities for them to, you know, really test all the things that they've learned in terms of the artist development training, um, really position themselves in ways to talk about their art based on, you know, the right photographers and directors and, um, and really communicate what it is that they want to leave or what they, what they want to impact the, the music space or culture on. And so, um, in, de- in doing those things, working to develop them is develop them is a been a great experience. 
Um, but also it's, it's like a, a dope learning one. Cause then, you know, along the way yeah. you're learning things that you might not have understood or seen before. Right. And, and yeah. you have a different perspective now. Yeah. So what upcoming projects uh, should we expect from you all this year for the uh, rest of 2022? Um, so we just released the EP. Our first EP is a label um, with Davion uh, entitled Moved. Uh, Jalen Josie is coming out with a single um, early part of the fall. Her EP should be out by the end of the fall, um, which is going to be really dope. Uh, um, and then Saya, uh, who's the, the only rapper on our label, um, she's coming out with the EP this side of the year with a, a single that's pretty dope. Um, and so for the most part, we'll just be releasing EPs from the two artists um, that haven't released mm -hmm. them. And then uh, gearing up for more TV and film syncs with their music and Lena's TV shows and, and hopefully others as well. Uh, sounds dope. So I want to ask you this, uh, because I write for Respect Magazine, I want to ask you this question. Uh, what does respect mean to you? Like when you first hear or see that word, uh, what is your personal definition of respect? Um, it's like having, it's like having a positive, uh, positive affirmation about the work somebody's put in or their abilities or like their skills. Um, you know, for me, it's something that, you know, is, is earned, but for the most part, like people are working every day to prove to themselves who they are. And for me, it's like, it's dope to see the growth in people and being able to say, you know, um, that's something that I can you know, admire someone that's willing to put in the work up for their own craft or willing to better themselves or better something, something bigger than them. And so for me, respect is just really just that positive um, outlook or that positive view of a person, um, you know, an opportunity, a thing that, that's really transcending things or creating uh, opportunities, um, positive opportunities in a new space. Got it. And my last question, um, if you could name one song that describes your life at this moment, uh, which song would it be? Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh. Oh, that's a good one. I can name one song describing my life right now. <laughs> life is good. Drake and Future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a good one <laughs> alright thank you so much uh, Albert for doing this interview with Respect Magazine we greatly appreciate it and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day thank you so much thank you thank you so much um, hope to talk to you again soon yep alright All right. peace